Burlap Podcast. Welcome to the Burlap Podcast. My name is Paul, and I'm here with Chris Foamsby, the leader of uh, Think Burlap. And uh, we're going to just discuss a little bit today uh, some of the basics of burlap and so introduce people to uh, what it's all about. So, Chris, why don't you start off by just telling us a little bit of, uh, of what you're trying to do with burlap. Yeah, so burlap uh, is a, just a, right now just kind of a small organization that is doing everything that it can to help churches reach millennials. And essentially it came out of a, a commitment that I made with a bunch of my friends that we would uh, try to move away from the uh, fear-based uh, sort of negative approach to how we understand what the church is up to in the world and how God is, is using the church. And and uh, so it became like sort of this what, what if, kind of what if we were to create this organization that helped churches think a little bit differently rather than being so concerned and scared but about the statistics. What if we were to, to uh, help people reimagine those and, and um, start tracking with uh, a more positive outlook or what we call a more hopeful outlook. And so Burlap came about basically from conversations with friends. We got together and we said, well, if we were to do something, what would we do? And uh, so we started this thing that's, that's helping churches reach, reach millennials. And we're doing that essentially through, at this point, just a lot of conversation. We have a web uh, platform up at thinkburlap.com, but we're just getting that rolling with some posts and now with this podcast. So we hope to invite much more dialogue around the way, but most of it just happens to be, you know, uh, folks who have either read something that's gone out there that we've written and, and have uh, inquired, uh, or people that we are training live and sharing this material with. So, yeah, so it's great fun, and uh, we're just getting rolling and, and excited to uh, see what God does with with Burlap. Yeah. One of the things that you mentioned is uh, is to move away from a fear base and to kind of present a, a more hopeful um, stance on um, statistics. Um, what are those statistics that you're talking about, or or just you know what are what's kind of the rhetoric or what people are saying that are so fearful? Well, I think it's just the way people often use numbers, you know. So it's like, well, this many percentage of millennials are this, or this many people are leaving the church, or X percent is uh, frustrated with the way people lead or whatever. And, you know, a lot of times people use those organizations or churches even, uh, denominational structures and things that I've noticed, use them, I think, with the right heart and with the right intentions. But it it ultimately turns sometimes negative and despairing uh, and disparaging uh, as it relates to millennials in general as a generational mindset, but then also just as the church interacts. And so what we're trying to do is we're trying to, to gather as much statistics as we can from our various sources that we use, whether it's our own research or our own conversations that we, we have with millennials, to just try to figure out, you know, what's a more positive way and a more hopeful way to engage the millennial mindset. Instead of using these numbers as a way to scare people or to create fear that is supposedly supposed to motivate them, let's give them a bigger, a bigger story, a bigger picture to lean into. So... I, I'm sure, Paul, you've read a lot of Dallas Willard, and you might remember that Dallas Willard said at one point that the kingdom of God is never in trouble. And that's one of our, our key uh, concepts as we understand what, what Burlap is about, what we're doing, and what we're trying to help churches do to try to keep this hopeful way of, 
of, of practicing ministry uh, moving forward. So that you know that's what I mean when I talk about the fear-based approach. It's it's almost like uh, the fear is a motivator, but intended motivator. But actually, what it ends up doing is paralyzing people. And as we talk to church leaders and pastors all over the country, it really boils down to this: Well, if I don't change now, then uh, basically, this is going to mean that we're just going to not have the church anymore. And I, we just don't think that way. We think the church might have certain expressions that look different moving forward in the future. Uh, but we, we're just not we're just not trying to live with the, the fear and the, the trembling that comes with a lot of what you read out there about about millennials, particularly as it relates to their connection with faith. You know, SBNR, right? Spiritual but not religious. And, mm-hmm. you know, we actually find a lot of hope in that. We have great conversations with millennials all over the country as we travel around and, and do training and whatnot, where it's like, that's a, that's a great thing because now we're inviting people into a conversation that they might no, not normally want to be a part of. And uh, so just by casting a little bit bigger vision, by helping them understand that uh, the story, uh, like we've been saying really for decades, but more practicing that the story is bigger than us, and let's uh, invite people into that. And rather than um, be fear-based and and rely so much on our own efforts, let's look at what God's doing in the world, trust that the Holy Spirit has at work in the world, and join God in what God's already doing. So, yeah, I guess that's uh, a really important, um, I would say, uh, virtue or or, uh, value for us as an organization. Okay, and as you were talking there, you mentioned that you're talking to, to pastors and church leaders and, and millennials, um, and, but in in talking to those groups, is, is there a specific group that you feel like Burlap is geared towards? Is it is it the pastor and church leaders because Burlap's trying to help churches reach millennials, or is it is it for millennials too? Um, they're trying to understand church and understand where they fit in faith and life? Well, our organization is designed to help churches reach millennials. So much of what we do is with church leaders, pastors particularly, who are asking questions about what they can do to reach millennials in their context. And so that's primarily why we do the things that we do. That's how we're set up. The suite of resources that we're creating are designed for church leaders. But we do feel like in order to give those churches and those church leaders the best resources that we can, that we're constantly having conversations with, with uh, people with who, who we might say hold a millennial mindset to just kind of make sure along the way that we're, uh, we're being as helpful as we can. But when we sit down and we strategize about who Bur- Burlap is and what we're doing and who we are becoming, we're primarily focused on reaching church leaders and, and pastors in particular and key lay leaders, um, you know, uh, who, who have not only influence in their church, but who have the opportunity ahead of them to change the way that they're doing things in order that they might reach the millennials in their context. And, and so for you, um, helping churches reach millennials, I guess I would want to understand, like, why millennials? And, and specifically for you personally, like, why is that group of those born between 1980 and 2000 uh, a an important group for you? Well, I mean, first of all, I mean, I, I've always been, I'm a youth worker at heart, man. I started in youth ministry, and um, I just love the um, idea of helping young people establish a generous and faithful way of, of living uh, through the life of Jesus. And so that's what I've given my life to. So in particular, my heart just beats for 
what we would call millennials and, and young adults and those who are <coughs> emerging. Some might call them emerging adults, but that's always been my calling, first and foremost. Uh, I have um, a child who's millennial in that uh, age range that you just mentioned, and uh, that's really important to me as well. But also, I mean, the biggest the biggest reason why we're, we're working with churches and trying to help them weave new stories of faith and culture is because that's the questions they're asking. We feel like we can most help churches and church leaders because the questions they're asking is, how do we get younger? How do we reach millennials? How do we reorganize or reimagine the way we're doing things in order that we might connect with the younger generation? Some of it is that, you know, they've bought into this narrative that things are really difficult and challenging and everybody's leaving the church and the world's going to hell in a handbasket but the reality mm-hmm. is most of them are just so busy with everyday by them i mean church pastors are so busy with the everyday ministry of of um, you know hospital visits and weddings and funerals and sermon prep that it's really hard for them to sort of see the, the forest through the trees and so we're just trying to help them stop and say you know this is a generation you're already talking about let's um Let's see if we can help you reach them. And so really, I mean, we've chosen to help churches reach millennials for the first two reasons that I mentioned, but, but lastly would be uh, prime, just because, you know, as it relates to uh, what culture is talking about, uh, just every media feed that comes, or every uh, media outlet that comes into my feed is, is saying something about millennials. Here's how they live, here's how they shop, here's how they react to this certain political issue here's it seems like everyone's talking about millennials um mm-hmm. we and really honestly paul we would we would um whatever generational mindset it is we want to help churches reach those folks but primarily focusing with with um uh, reaching uh young people but then also helping churches understand and establish those young people as future leaders in the church or as some might say well they're leaders now yes let's engage them Let's invite them to participate and contribute, and then let's equip them to lead moving forward. So those are just some of the reasons why why our heart beats, particularly for uh, for millennials. Yeah. So, what would be the the ultimate goal that uh, you have for for Think Burlap? And in the end, what what do you want to accomplish with with this uh, organization and, and with helping churches? Yeah, we'd like to create a network of churches that really help each other in some ways just by the way that they're living out their faith and they're, they're practicing their daily ministry. I think when I look at who I am and the theological framework that I try to do ministry by at my church and then also just what's happening in the world, you know, I believe that God's mission is to restore the world towards its intended wholeness. And so we are, our ultimate goal is to help churches do that. We don't think we'll ever be finished. We think that we probably won't be the kind of organization that lasts a long, long time just simply because of the nature of who we're trying to reach and and how uh, cultures evolve and start talking about other mindsets as time goes forward. But while we have the chance to help folks uh, talk about millennials, we want to help invite them into this understanding that God is restoring the world towards its intended wholeness. And even in the midst of all the brokenness that we see all around us every day, we believe the kingdom of God is not in trouble. And so our goal is to help inspire and challenge and equip and encourage leaders to move in that direction with their church and to cast that vision within their church and see a uh, healthy, vibrant, missional 
approach uh, emerge out of those individual churches. So we don't have church numbers in mind. We're not looking at saying something like, well, if we were to reach 5,000 churches or 10,000 churches, we're just going to go at this as long as we can, be as faithful and as generous as we can, and, that, and, and just uh, see, see where God takes Burlap and then where God takes the churches who want to connect with us as we help them reach millennials. Awesome. Uh, so what are some things that you guys are currently working on or uh, are doing uh, that are it's going to be coming out soon uh, that church leaders should be interested in and make sure they, they don't miss? Yeah, well, first, don't miss. I mean, we have a free ebook. You can get it at thinkburlap.com, thinkburlap.com. And, and uh, that's a very simple approach to just understanding seven of the foremost dimensions of millennial life. And that's leading us to work on a project right now called that Seven Dimensions of Millennial Life. And so uh, late spring, early summer, we'll, we hope to roll out a project, a book uh, that will help church leaders better understand millennials from the mindset of what God is doing uh, in the world and how their church can contribute to that. So that we're looking forward to that. We're also working with uh, several publishers and several organizations to create a suite of products uh, and resources that would help uh, church leaders in the midst of their everyday. So uh, we're going to be launching Burlap Report, which will be uh, delivered electronically right into your e-box or, or your inbox, excuse me, and then we're at, if you choose to go out and get it, but it's going to be there twice a month, and it's going to give you everything from the latest statistics that we're finding and that we're doing ourselves, as well as just insights into millennial living and then practices and stories from churches who are trying it all around the country, well, North America in general, but particularly the U.S., since that's who we're largely working with right now. Mm -hmm. We're also working on um, a uh, software piece that will help churches survey their church as well as the community around them that will help them identify the millennial mindset that they have within their church and then most immediately within uh, the context of where their church is uh, hopefully faithfully living out the life of Jesus. And uh, it's really interesting how that works because what we're finding is that most of the churches that we're talking to are, you know, not surprisingly, are thinking about millennials as just this one way of life. And what we've discovered through our research and our insights is that there's actually six segments of millennials. And so one of our first tools that we're creating is helping churches figure out, well, what are the kinds of millennials in my immediate context? Because they're so different and there's just six, as we could say, six different segments. And so that's um, a few of the things that we're working on. We'll continue to this, continue with this podcast and, and uh, our blog and, and just try to keep as much stuff going through the media feeds. But we're bootstrapping this thing, right? I mean, we're going, <laughs> as we're going along, we're, we're going slow because um, we're funding it uh, simply by going out there, helping churches, and, and returning those funds back in to help other churches. And so uh, while it might be slow, those are some of the things that we're planning uh, as we move forward over the next couple of months in particular. Thanks, Chris, for that introduction into Burlap. And thank you for listening today uh, to our first Burlap podcast. Be sure to follow along on Facebook or Twitter. And if you have some time, sign up for our free ebook on thinkburlap.com. And as always, make sure to uh, comment below or send us your comments on what you want to be talked about and addressed on these episodes of the Burlap Podcast. Mm-hmm.